Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you're having an amazing day. I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you, it's kind of a funny story about myself when I was single. So when I was single, I think I was probably about 31 at this time. And I was just kind of learning about doing relationships God's way. And I hadn't had many relationships before then. But I think because I had just turned about 30, 31, I started to get a little, I don't want to use the word desperate. But I started making poor choices when it came to the people I was choosing to go out with. Not to say that there was anything wrong with them, but I deep down and I knew they weren't right for me. And deep down, I knew that we probably didn't see eye to eye when it came to religion, when it came to level of commitment when it comes to religion. So they were great guys. All of them were great guys, but they weren't really sold out to Jesus the way I was. So it kind of didn't make sense for me to be dating them. And so what I decided is that, you know what, what got me here are the decisions that I made. And I hope you realize that your life is a sum total of the decisions you've made. Whatever you're dealing with now, whatever's going on in your life, good or bad, it all has to do with the decisions you've made in the past. And so I said, you know what? I want things to be different when it comes to my love life. And the only way that's going to happen is if I start making different decisions. But I also realized that, you know what? I have a problem making good decisions because obviously (laughs) if I'm 31 and I'm not married and, you know, I'm still attracted to people that I know are not deep, deep, deep down inside. Yeah, they love God. Yeah, they go to church here and there. But deep, deep down inside, I know they are not 100% committed Christians like I am. Or not to say that I was better than them, but I know that I was headed in a different direction. Then I know that I need help making decisions. So that's one of the things that I did. I said, you know what? I need an accountability partner. And that's also one of the things that I'm going to teach you about in the Purity Conference, the Powerful Purity Conference that's coming up at the end of this month on the 28th. I'm going to teach you how to get an accountability partner. I was fortunate enough that my pastor was my accountability partner. At the time when I was at that age, the church was a little smaller. And so I was able to have my pastors, my accountability partner. I told him, you know what? I really want to get married but it seems like I keep making bad decisions. It seems like I'm just not doing everything I'm supposed to. Like all of this stuff that I'm learning about the proper way to date as a Christian woman is new for me. I, I didn't know that there was any rules. I didn't know that there were there was a right way to do it. I just feel like a fish out of water. I feel like I was floundering when it came to dating. I didn't know, you know, I didn't grow with brothers. So I didn't know how men think. I didn't know you know, the games they play. I didn't know, okay, they say this, that's not really what they mean. If they do this, then this is what they mean. I didn't know any of those things. I was just naive. So I was taking everybody at face value, which 
if you've dated more than two seconds, you know you can't do that. <laughs> you can't take people at face value. Every It's a game. It really is. Dating is a game, unfortunately. And everyone has a different face. You know, everyone, not most people do not show you everything up front. Um, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily hiding, but, you know, that's kind of wisdom too, right? You don't lay all your cards on the table in the beginning, but you as a woman kind of know, need to learn how to protect yourself and know the ins and outs of dating, which I was just learning. So I said, you know what? I need an accountability partner. I need you, you know, to help me. My pastor's name is Pastor Steve. So I was like, I just decided, and I didn't tell him to be my accountability partner. I didn't ask him to be my accountability partner. I just made that decision on my own. <laughs> and I decided to kind of let him know, you know, this is where, where I am and can you help me? Of course, now our church is at the size that no one could use him as an accountability partner now. But, you know, so I said, you know what? I'm going, this is a decision I made on my own. I said, you know what? I'm going to tell Pastor Steve everything, both the things he doesn't want to know and the things he wants to know. Because until my decision-making mechanism in my brain improves, I need to let other people know the decisions I'm making. (laughs) So that's what I decided. And it actually turned out to be one of the best decisions I made because he was able to help me. And, you know, part of getting an accountability partner is getting someone that you can trust, getting someone who's not going to judge you and getting someone that can tell you the truth, that's not afraid to tell you the truth. And that's exactly what happened. So, okay, so here's the story. One of the things that I was doing besides dating people I didn't like, for not that I didn't like, but I knew that deep down inside, I knew it would be really hard for this person I, to have a future. One of the things was I was, um, there was somebody that was taking me somewhere and I told him, you know, I used to tell him, okay, I'm going on a date. And he would say, okay, great. You know, who are you going with? And I'll tell him who I'm going with. And he'll say, okay, call me when you get home or text me when you get home. And that's just, you know, that's a part of the accountability. Like I didn't stay out too late. I didn't go to the person's house. You know, I went home. I, I did what I was supposed to do. Now you may be like, oh, please, I'm grown. I don't need that. Yeah, you do. Because emotions are powerful. Your body is powerful. Temptation is powerful. So you may think, oh, yeah. And nine times out of 10, I was fine. I didn't really, but it was just good to be able to have it in the back of your mind that someone else is a part of this. So um, there was even a time where I was going out with someone and he said, okay, who are you going? I told him the person and he said, but you don't even like that person. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, he's taking me to a game (laughs) and he was just like, okay, you know, call me when you get home. So it turned out really, really helpful for me to kind of process what I was doing because, you know, like he said, you don't even like that person. So why are you going out with him? Well, he's fun. He's nice. Yeah, I, I kind of like him. I was telling myself I liked him and I did like him. But I didn't like him for my future, if that makes sense. I kind of was worried about marrying him, if that makes sense. So anyway, there was another time I had gone on a date and I kissed the guy. And of course, you know, if you have an accountability partner, kind of like Alcoholics Anonymous, or if you're trying to break free from drugs, you have to tell everything. So I told him, you know, I went out, I kissed this guy and he flipped. I was like, why did I tell him? He flipped. He said, so are you the kisser of the brethren? Why you always have to kiss? What is it with you and kissing? Are you the kisser of the brethren? 
That's what he said. And I was just like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to tell you, but, you know, because I used to like kissing. And it was somebody that I've been dating for a long time. So it wasn't I was kissing different people. That's not why he said the kisser of the brother. And he was just saying, like, why do you, why do you, why did you need to kiss the person, you know? And then later on, I was like, okay, talk about overreacting. It was just a kiss. You know what I mean? I didn't go home with him. I just kissed him. That's what I was thinking in my head. But then, you know, he'd given me a resource of from Gary and Drenda Kesey. If you ever want to look them up, they're based in Faith Life Church in Ohio. And in that resource, I found out that, you know, they're a wonderful family. I've learned so much from them that they have five children. And I think at the time of that recording, three of them had gotten married. And all of them had gotten married not only as virgins. Imagine in today's world, you know, five of your children get married. I mean, three of your children get married as virgins. The other two were too young, I think, at the time. And not only get married as virgins, they all got married. Their first kiss was on their wedding day. I was floored. I was like, imagine having that level of purity that your first kiss is on your wedding day. Being married as a virgin in today's world is, is, is amazing enough. But your first kiss is on your wedding day. That means the relationship was pure from beginning to end. I was so floored. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, you know what, God, I want that. It did something to me. I was like, I want that. I want a totally pure relationship. I want a relationship that has no physical intimacy until I get married. I want that. I want to know that this person is the right person. I want somebody that also wants the same thing, that we both just want to honor God completely with our bodies, honor God completely with our mind, honor God completely with our relationship, that Jesus is the head of our relationship. If Jesus is going to be the head of our marriage, he should definitely be the head of our courtship, don't you think? If Jesus is going to be the head of your marriage, he should be the head of when you guys are dating. So if you guys put him first while you're dating, it's going to be easy to put him first when you're getting married. So I was like, oh my goodness, this is powerful. And do you know what? That started a whole nother journey for me. A whole nother journey. Started a whole nother journey for me in terms of purity and in terms of dating. And guess what? When I married my husband, guess what? Our first kiss was on our wedding day. My husband and I dated for about two years. From the time I met him until the time we got married was about two years. And our first kiss was on our wedding day. We We didn't kiss. We didn't have any type of intimacy whatsoever. We kept our boundaries until the day we said, I do. So it's possible To be pure in today's world, it's possible to have a pure relationship. And I'm so glad we did because we can tell our son that, hey, mommy and daddy did it. So you can do it, too. And the level of respect and honor we have for each other, not only that, the level of trust we have for each other is through the roof. So I, if you haven't registered for the Powerful Purity Conference, please register. It's going to be so good. And you're going to get actionable steps. I'm not just going to give you theory. I'm going to give you things that I actually did that helped me to have a pure relationships. And you're going to learn how you can apply them to your life. So please register. And I hope I see you next week. Now, next week, I have a gentleman that just got married. 
And him and his wife, now she was his fiance, him and his wife kept their relationship pure as well. And they dated for years. So I really want you to hear that story. I want you to hear from a man's perspective on purity. Have a wonderful day. Thanks again for listening. And please, please look down at the bottom of this description box and register. Hope to see you next week. Bye-bye now. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.